Hi, this is Daniel Sandoval from the Sandoval Bench Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those on betonline.net as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. That's betonline.net. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. You're listening to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, for this week's episode, I wanted to get into the Tua situation with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, recap week four of the NFL season. Uh, preview week five, make my parlay picks, uh, discuss my my misses of last week. Uh, MLB playoffs started yesterday, so we'll get into that as well. Um there was a, a new Draymond Green uh, situation with the Warriors at Warriors practice uh, involving Jordan Poole. Uh, so we'll break that down as well. Uh, first, you know, I wanted to come back to uh, the prior Thursday night game, which was uh, between Miami and uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Tua should not have played that game already because uh, the prior week against the Bills, he had gotten slammed against... Uh, the turf, they said it was his leg or his back, but, you know, obviously it looked like he was concussed. He couldn't walk off the field alone. Uh, same thing happened to Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game last year. Um, you know, but they went back in the game because it was a big game, so they continued to play and they said something else because they want to play, right? Um, but, you know, I don't know. For It's a bad look for the NFL because obviously he was concussed, put him under the medical tent, um, but then for some reason he passed, I don't know how he passed, uh, the concussion test. So I don't know if this is more about the concussion test that it's not as thorough as it should be. Um, but he gets back in the game and he finishes the game, but then it's on a short week and then he hits the turf again against the Bengals. And it was just a weird video. Look at, he had his arms stretched out, but his fingers were bent all backwards. Like he was so confused and in a daze. Uh, so he left the game, and they said it was a concussion this time. Um, so bad luck that he, he went back into the game that prior Sunday, and then uh, worse luck that he played on Thursday. Short week, right? And he plays Thursday. Um, so he was, I think he was carted off, yeah. And uh, so now he's seeing different uh, specialists and stuff. And, you know, every now and again you'll get something like this uh, in the NFL where this, this will happen and it just looks terrible. But... You know, that's part of the game, obviously, but it's just the way that they handle it. Like, if someone's obviously concussed, just pull them out, you know, for their their health and their safety, you know, because they had the CTE expert on all kinds of platforms saying that he could have died that game, you know, and, um, yeah, it's just a bad look. Um, but, you know, I think with the NFL and the way that it's played, people are still watching it, you know, and I, I mean, I still watch it, and I, I was one of those people who... Um, you know, wrongfully said that the NBA would surpass the NFL, 
you know, maybe down the line that's possible, but I just think football is such a, a popular sport, especially in the South. It's a way of life, you know, for, you know, when you're in middle school and high school down there, like you, you play right away, you play football, you know, I mean, I didn't play football, but you know, even though I lived in Texas, but, um, you know, most of the time, that's what, those are like the stars of the school, basically when you play football. Right. But I think maybe in, in, in Northern cities and Western cities, like maybe they have, uh, their parents of kids want to play football, have, you know, talked them out of it or didn't allow them to play football, but in the South it's still big, you know? So I think it's still going to be a popular sport and especially how much money the NFL makes each year. And it's only going up. And then with uh, potential expansion teams, and trying to get into London, you know, it's just it's just a, con- a conglomerate of, of sports there that it's just it's gonna keep keep making revenue. Like I mean, look what Amazon paid for Thursday night um, broadcasting rights. You know, like they they solely own Thursday night football now, right? And then all these broadcasting shuffles, you know, all these teams going to different you know uh, networks. That's all from money. That's all from revenue of of you know people watching the game. Um, so yeah, but you know, it's a horrible look obviously, but you know, that's how it goes. Um, I just think that, you know, there, there's going to be an investigation obviously with the NFL uh, players association with Miami Dolphins and how they handle it, but I don't even know, like, what are they going to do? You know, obviously he was concussed. I don't, there's nothing else they could do. Oh, let's take one of their picks. Let's suspend someone. Let's find them. But that's not going to protect the next person where that happens. I think they need to, they need to have, I don't know if they do this already, but it seems like they need to have, you know, um, a, a non a doctor who's not part of the team, a third party doctor who's just there, you know, does is not paid by the NFL. He just goes there just to survey, you know, players who might be concussed and he can he can decide if they should go back into the game or not. So week four, uh, we had, yeah, the, the Bengals ended up winning that game 27-15 because, you know, Tua left the game, even though, you know, the Dolphins have been looking really good so far um, they were the last undefeated team along with the philadelphia eagles um, bengals have been struggling uh, saints and vikings vikings won that one 2025 the saints have decided to bench uh Jameis winston and they're going with andy dalton in week five uh falcons and browns uh falcons win that one 23 to 20 nothing notable out of that one uh, the Cooper Rush show in uh, in Dallas, uh, leading the the Cowboys to a victory over the Commanders, twenty five to ten. Now there's a lot of talk about, oh, is he better than Dak? Or better than Dak? I, he's not better than Dak, but you know he's making the right plays, uh, the right reads, um, just not not making turnovers or, or dumb plays like that. Then you could play within the game. But I mean the Commanders are terrible, so we'll see what happens uh, the week after that. Uh, Lions and Seahawks, Seahawks 48-45. I got that pick wrong. I got the Cowboys one right. Um, I got the Saints one wrong. I keep betting on the Saints, and I keep getting that wrong in the parlay. Did you guys see that guy who had, was it a $10 parlay? And he was a 15-leg parlay, and he went all the way into Monday night, and he just needed the Rams to beat the 49ers, which in the regular season, the Rams don't beat the 49ers, so I don't know why he did that in the first place, but... If the Rams had won, he would have won, what was it, $74,000. But he decided, and instead of cashing out like a smart person should have done before that game started, he would have won $20,000 or $28,000. And then he had a chance during the game to cash out, and he would have got $19,000. He still didn't do it, and he let it ride with uh, having the, the Rams 
uh, winning the game and they lost. And so he lost that. <laughs> and he had a opportunity right there to win $24,000 and then had $19,000 right there. And so that, that's what I need to do. Um, hopefully, cause if I had the opportunity to cash, I'm cashing out. I don't care. I'm going to take the guaranteed money instead of trying to bet on the Rams, which we'll get into the Rams here in a little bit. Uh, Titans and Colts, uh, Titans bounce back 24, 17. I got that one, right? You know, the, these two teams, the, the AFC South is just awful this year as usual, but the Colts, you know, and then their recent Thursday night game against the, um, the Broncos, like what? What's going on with Matt Ryan? It's like every time a quarterback goes to Indianapolis, they're just worse. They're supposed to have a great offensive line. He's already been sacked like 18 times in in a season, and it's only five games, which is more than how many times uh, Carson Wentz was sacked his first year there, Phillip Rivers his first year there. So he's just getting sacked a lot. They don't have a lot of time. He doesn't have a lot of time to get the ball out. Um, you know, Jonathan Taylor is their best player, but they don't have any like true number one wide receivers. I like Pittman, but... You know, he's he's more of like a number two, possibly a number three. Like he's talented, but they just don't have anyone who's just gonna guarantee like beat you like for that game. Um, Giants improve again, twenty to twelve. They're looking good. Apparently, you know, they're getting uh, uh, Odell Beckham's visiting that team. He's going on a free agency tour, visiting the Chiefs. I think he's gonna go with the Bills. Uh, probably not gonna sign with the Rams because the Rams look pretty rough right now. Uh, but they beat the Bears there. Um, we got that pick right, I believe, and then. Eagles 29-21. Eagles are the last undefeated team. Um, you know, they look legit. Uh, Jay, I was wrong about Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts looks really good. Um, the combo between A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith is amazing. Um, I do really like that. Um, you know, you have one one game, Devontae Smith is having like 150 yards in the first half. And then, you know, you have A.J. Brown, who's who's a strong physical wide receiver there that fits in well in Philadelphia. Uh, Jets beat the Steelers 24-20. Uh, Steelers going with Kenny Pickett this next week, uh, benching Mitch Trubisky, which you know probably shouldn't have been started in the beginning. But I, I understand they want to give Kenny Pickett some time, some time to develop and you know learn the playbook a little bit more and get comfortable. Uh, Bills and Ravens, uh, Bills win twenty three twenty. Nothing notable there. Let's see what else. Uh, Packers beat the Patriots overtime twenty seven twenty four. Uh, let's see, Raiders finally got a win, 32-23. Uh, Chiefs and, and Buccaneers was Sunday night. Uh, Chiefs 20, 41, Buccaneers 31. Buccaneers just look, they look so old and just they don't look as good as they should be or that, that they were last year or the potential to how great they can be. Um, I think the NFC is wide open, especially with the 49ers with how they played against the Rams 24-9 and especially how abysmal the Rams offense looks the Rams I'll get into Rams now I've been teasing it let me get into the Rams I think there's something more serious with Matthew Stafford right because Matthew Stafford he's just looked terrible all season long right and you know I have him in fantasy football and he's just terrible and he like he had like he gave me nine points I think this past game he's over targeting uh Cooper Cup just like what happened when he was in Detroit remember what happened when he was in Detroit he had Calvin Johnson, arguably one of the greatest wide receivers of all time, right? Targeting him 15, 16 times a game, and no one else is getting the ball. But then when Calvin Johnson retired and Matthew Stafford actually spread the ball around, he was actually a better quarterback, which sounds crazy. Get other people involved, you might be a better quarterback, right? Now this is happening because now they don't have Odell Beckham Jr. And um, what's his name from? They just signed another wide receiver. I forget what his name was, but it was a good 
offseason move, but he hasn't been able to get open at all. Why am I? I'm trying to blank on his name. Um, I think it, no, not I forget who it was. But he was a he was a serviceable serviceable number two, not like Odell Beckham's stature. But they haven't been and other guys haven't been able to get open. They don't have a consistent running back. Haven't had a consistent running back honestly since Todd Gurley. You know, and Todd Gurley's a free agent. But whatever's what happened with his knee now, I think he's only twenty eight too, uh, which is crazy. But yeah, they don't have a consistent run game. Their defense has been good, but their offensive line has taken some hits and and uh, Stafford's been getting sacked a lot. Uh, so the Niners look good. 24-9, and I think realistically, you know, I mean, it's still early, obviously, but there's a lot of two and two teams in the NFC, um, so it's wide open. I you, I, you could still see, I could still see the Bucks pulling out of the NFC. Um, I really think the 49ers could go to the Super Bowl again because you know they have Jimmy Garoppolo under center, and I know he had that terrible game against uh, Denver, um, which Denver just looks terrible too, which I'll get into in a little bit. But um, but then the Rams, you know, the Rams could get hot, you know, because it's still early, and then they could come out of the NFC, but. Um, I think it's, you know, maybe I don't I don't want to say the Cardinals because, you know, they always falter in the second half. But there's no true team that you feel confident about. Maybe it's the Eagles, but I think the Eagles are still they're still unproven to me, um, like in the postseason, like the regular season. They look good, but I just I need to see in the postseason. Right. But um, so, yeah, it, it could be the Eagles possibly, you know, but I just think. It's so up in the air right now, and then everything that's happening in, in Tom Brady's personal life. Um, I don't super like talking about it, but it uh, seems like he's getting divorced. And, you know, I know, you know, when you're in a relationship, a long-term relationship like that, you can, it's tough to, you know, live your, like, your work life and to, like, do everything the same way you did before. So I think that's probably taking a toll on him, I guess, because he chose football or he his sudden retirement and then unretirement kind of rubbed his wife the wrong way and you know there's some issues there so and you know like I said like a couple weeks ago like it just looks weird as far as like I don't know like there's something weird about uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year that I don't um, I don't I don't feel good about you know and so let's let's like make our picks for next week so as far as the game lines here. In the NFL, we have all right. So we have the New York Giants playing at Green Bay. Oh no, they're not. They're playing in London, but Packers are the home team. I'm not doing the London game at all. Uh, okay, so then next is Falcons at Buccaneers. I like the Falcons. Have been kind of spicy this year, right? Uh, Cordell Patterson is down though. I uh, picked up his his backup running the backup running back. I don't forget his name, but I picked him up. Spent twenty five dollars on the waiver wire for him. Um, I'm going with Tampa minus four eighty. Uh, Chicago Bears at Minnesota. Minnesota, they're like hot and cold, uh, but Chicago's just cold the entire time. So I'm going Minnesota minus three sixty. Uh, Lions at Patriots. The Patriots have been terrible. I think Mac Jones is out for this game. I'm going with the Lions plus one thirty five. Houston Texans at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's looking good. I like what I'm seeing. Trevor Lawrence, the running game, they're looking improved. Defense is a lot better. Uh, crazy. All they needed was a good coach, and they're already improving as a team. I'm uh, going Jacksonville, minus 340. They might make the playoffs because that division is so terrible. Um, and you have the inconsistencies from the Colts. I just I can't stand the Colts. Uh, so I'm going Jacksonville, minus 340. Uh, Chargers and Browns. Um, I'm going with the Chargers at minus 125. Hopefully Justin Herbert feels a little bit better with his, his rib cartilage injury. 
Cleveland Browns, I can't. You know, they're so inconsistent, especially with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I can't go with them. Uh, Dolphins and Jets, I would take the Jets because Tua is out. Um, they do have talented players, but uh, the Jets, they look good. You know, they, they, they showed uh, that they have improved. Um, I think, is Zach Wilson playing? I'm going to go plus 150. I got I to gotta get a crazy parlay going because I want to win 20,000. So let, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Uh, Buffalo Bills, minus 900, playing at home against Pittsburgh Steelers. I expect them to completely dominate uh, Kenny Pickett in his first start. Uh, Saints, Seahawks. Uh, they're playing in New Orleans with Andy Dalton, Seahawks. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'll go with the Seahawks at plus 175. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel good about that one. And then, let's see, Tennessee at Washington. I'm going with Tennessee at minus 125. Um, 49ers, Carolina Panthers. This is the easy one. Uh, 49ers at minus 285. Uh, the inconsistencies of, of Baker Mayfield. Uh, Matt Rule is probably done after this year or before the year ends. I think he's going back to college. Um, kind of, He's better a college coach than NFL coach. Uh, Rams are at home against Dallas Cowboys. I will take the Rams minus 235. Cardinals and Eagles, this is a good one. In Arizona, I'm going minus 230 with the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm just going to go first thought. First thought I get, I'm picking it. Uh, Ravens and Bengals. I'm going Ravens at home against Cincinnati. That's Sunday night game. All right, so that's our 13-leg parlay there. I'll put down $7. There you go. And this is to win, okay, that's fine, 3525 uh, The odds are plus 50358 Okay, so we're doing that. We're placing our bets for that. All right, so we'll see. I need to I need to win one of these days. One of these weeks, I'm just gonna I'm gonna wake I'm gonna I'm gonna have a good good winning here, and I'm gonna be very very excited. All right, switching gears here, we'll get into the MLB playoffs. MLB playoffs finally started. Um, I know they just started yesterday. Uh, we had the Cardinals melt down against uh, the Phillies, who are back in the postseason for first time in like eight years or something. Um, and then you have the Mariners for the back in the playoffs for the first time in 20 years, I think. Which so that's exciting. So they blanked the Blue Jays 4-0 in Game One of the AL Wild Card. Padres and Mets in the National League Wild Card. Uh, Mets throw Max Scherzer on the mound, so you think it's going to be a win, but the Padres just destroy him. Four home runs. He's out within the fourth inning. Uh, Padres are leading the series 1-0. Won that game 7-1. Uh, Guardians and Rays. Guardians won that first game two to one. This is the first year because I was like, "What the hell?" The wild cards are doing the best of three in the wild card because before they had that one game right where you just you have you have one game you put your ace on the mound and uh, you try to advance the playoffs. But now they expanded the playoffs, so they added an extra team. Now it's a best of three series. Um, so then today you have the Mariners, Blue Jays playing again, the Rays, Guardians, Padres, and Mets, and then Phillies. And Cardinals, uh, I'll make my picks. Um, I, because you have the Yankees playing really well. You know, uh, Stanton has 40 home runs. And uh, Aaron Judge broke the, by the way, <laughs> I forgot. It's been a while. Aaron Judge broke the record for Roger Maris, uh, 62 home runs. Uh, the guy who caught it, it was already offered $2 million. I would have sold that ball immediately. Because it's the, the fans go to the game. It's up to them if they want to decide to give it back to the to the hitter or not. Um, and of course, uh, Roger Maris Jr. says, oh, it's a clean, clean record we can celebrate. We can celebrate Aaron Judge because it's the AL record, okay? It's not the league record. The league record is Barry Bonds, 73 home runs. 
Say whatever you want to say. Those other people that were juicing, only one guy hit 73 in a season. Only one guy has 762 home runs. Whatever. It happened. It's there. You can't erase history. It already happened. You can say whatever, who's clean or whatever. It just seems petty. Roger Maris Jr., it's, it does. It's not a classy move to do that. Let 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 the experts and all the, the Hall of Fame are already taking care of Barry Bonds. If you don't want him in the Hall of Fame, he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. But we all saw it. We can't erase what we witnessed to the 73 homer. I have a, the newspaper in storage that says 73, and it's Barry Bonds with his arms up hitting 73 home runs. So that happened. It happened. You can't erase it. So, but we can. We have a right to celebrate Aaron Judge in this incredible season. Uh, 62 home runs is an AL record. So it's still a record. He still broke a record. That ball is still worth a lot. Still worth two million dollars. So, uh, man, I would I would sell that so fast. But. Um, yeah, so that happened. Albert Pujols hit 700. I think he's a 703 home runs. So he's the fourth player to be in the 700 home run club. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to them both. Um, so, yeah, the Yankees, you know, they're looking good right now. The Astros in the AL. Uh, the Braves are back in the National League, even without Freddie Freeman. Look like a very good team. Then the Dodgers with the best record in the, in the major leagues. So I'm going to kind of go... I'm picking two wildcard teams just because I love the story. It's not going to be a popular pick, but I'm I'm going with the Cardinals because I want to see one last run from Albert Pujols, Adam Wainwright, and Yadier Molina uh, because it's probably all their last year together. And I think Albert Pujols this year has just been, it's just been incredible um, year out the door. You know, he's just been like so gracious with his time with everything that happened with the all-star game. He's been letting people keep the home run balls. It's like, Oh, it's for the fans. He's been just such a, just such a true professional, like really cool. There's a bunch of videos about him keeping his Jersey. Like when he hits a home run, he gives his Jersey to a kid signs, but he's just been so gracious about it. And he almost walked away from the game in July because he was struggling um, offensively. Um, so I'm going with the Cardinals out of the, out of the National League. and the American League, I'm going with the Mariners. Only because the Mariners, like, it's been so long. I have a lot of friends who are Mariners fans, and um, there's just, just been dying to win. You know, they ha- they don't have a World Series win. They haven't been in the playoffs in forever. And they had, the last team that was in the playoffs, they had the record, and they lost. You know, so I just, um, I'm pulling for the Mariners and, and the Cardinals. I just want to see it done. But if I'm a betting man... And I, I putting money on this, I would take the Braves in the National League, and then I would take uh, the Astros in the American League. That's if I'm betting. But my heart wants the Cardinals and the Mariners, and I'd like to see I'd like to see the Cardinals win. I'd like to see Albert Pujols win another one there. That would be that would be very exciting. So yeah, we have some. Uh, so this is my favorite time of the year. We have you have college football. I'm going to the Beaver and Stanford game here uh, tonight at eight o'clock on ESPN2. Check us out. I uh, just bought tickets last night. I haven't been to Stanford Stadium yet, so I'm ready, I'm ready to to go all decked out in my orange uh, beaver gear, ready to see the beavers win. Um, so yeah, we have MLB playoffs, NBA starting soon. Uh, you have preseason games right now. Um, next, next week's episode, I'm going to do a... Um, NBA season preview. We'll do over unders. Uh, we'll, I'll make my picks, um, and then, then yeah, you have NFL season in full swing right now. This is the best time of the year. Maybe when NBA fully starts, maybe that's the best time of the year. But this is this is good. October is good. October is good. Good month. And then there's some NBA news with Draymond Green. Um, you know, I can't. 
I've been defending Draymond Green for a while. Um, you know, I felt like he was a true leader of the Warriors team. Um, but he messed up. You know, there was a report yesterday that uh, there was a scuffle between him and Jordan Poole at practice. And then TMZ leaked a video of him him and uh, Jordan Poole going shoulder to shoulder. And then Draymond Green punches him. Looks like he knocks him out cold. Like, he just falls to the ground immediately. And players and coaches rush to him. Um I don't know what happened or what was said, but then a report came out that Jordan Poole's attitude changed over the summer and in practice he's been acting a fool. And that I think is, um, you know, it's kind of, it's a little ridiculous because it's like, okay, well, Draymond's supposed to be the leader. He's supposed to be the OG on the team, uh, like kind of Andre Guadala, and he kind of gets in players' faces, but I never expected him to punch anyone. Um, you know, the Warriors have had a lot of issues with Draymond Green. He's a key part of the team they don't win any of those championships without him i think with him they would have won that 2016 one where the he hits lebron in the balls and then um he gets suspended for the next game this they would have won that series right but um time and time and again he lets emotions take over you know he was more explosive early in his career but you know it seemed like he settled down he's kind of being more of a spokesperson even though he's he's loud and sometimes annoying but you know, he does it with the right intentions. I feel like he's building his media career and everything, but he assaulted a teammate, right? But we've seen this many times. You know, we've seen uh, Bobby Portis and um, what's his name? Mirchich, I think his name is Mirchich, Mirchich, yeah. Uh, with the Chicago Bulls, uh, Bobby Portis punches him in the face, and Mirchich's face was, he had multiple face fractures. He missed like 23 games or something. Bobby Portis was suspended eight games. The famous one, uh, this one was different though, because Steve Kerr was, he was trying to go at Michael Jordan, show that he belongs on the team and shows that he's tough, right? Michael Jordan punches him in the face and they win a championship that year. This one is a little different because it's a younger player who wasn't trying to, I don't think he was trying to show Draymond Green was tough. I think it was something else because they've already been teammates. And then Draymond Green punched someone who was smaller and uh, smaller than him for sure. And a younger player probably looks up to Draymond Green and... Uh, but apparently Jordan Poole's in good spirits after, um, you know, shooting up shots and stuff. But this is an interesting thing, though, because we saw how the Warriors handled the KD-Draymond situation. KD ended up leaving, which is fine. But um, sometimes they, they're, they're too smart for their own good, right? Now they kind of have to make a decision here. Are they going to extend Draymond Green? Because they're both up for contract extensions, Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. Are they going to extend both of them one of them or are they going to max out they could only max out one but um and apparently draymond's wanting the max he might be trying to you know get out of golden state i don't know um you know i think one team that he would want to play for is his home team in detroit right because they're young guys and i think he could really elevate that team but um i think this I, they said they're going to handle it internally i think he needs to be suspended i mean i don't know like a few a couple weeks at least a couple weeks worth of games like find whatever because obviously he apologized right away and then Andre Guadalla tweeted oh this is just family business you know family business whatever but that's not a good look and then now the Warriors are trying to investigate who leaked the video to TMZ you know so on one hand you have one a player punch a, a veteran player punching a, a rising star on your team and then you have some staff member who's selling the video of practice because they all, all teams record practice because they want to watch it over right but then you have the the employee immediately sells the video to TMZ. Like, what's that about? Um, 
So they're opening investigating and they're trying to take legal action onto who leaked it. But like they're there's they're more aggressive about who leaked the video than what Draymond did. Um I don't know. It seems like this seems like a problem. Um I wanna know how Jordan Poole is feeling about the team and the situation. They just won the championship and this is already happening, but uh, you're always going to have some drama with uh, with the Warriors, it seems like. Uh, they keep the doors closed, though. You know, you have, um, you know, Steph Curry is the face, so he's so it doesn't seem like it's as bad. But then Draymond is just demonstrative behind the scenes, apparently. Um, but they, you know, they're also the right things. They they shot down the report about uh, Jordan Poole. All of them did. Bob Myers, Steve Kerr, um, you know, Steph, like all of them were like, no, that's not true. Like whoever said that, that's a lie. So they call out BS reports or other reports. So they, they're doing the right thing in protecting their guys, right, publicly. That's what you want from your guys. Because when it, I feel like there's more stuff going on when it's quiet, right? And uh, maybe Draymond and Jordan Poole make amends, but, you know, they need to. Because um, I think, you know, obviously the Warriors need both of them to win championship. You know, Jordan Poole, you know, his usage kind of fluctuated between rounds and it's kind of lower um in the finals but he had some big shots in the finals and, and Draymond Green had some big moments you know he had some low moments too you know game three I think it was where he looked he didn't look good I think it was game two where he showed he was like he was physically dominating um Jalen Brown and those other guys but um yeah so this is a uh, not a good situation right as the season's starting right as you're getting really excited about the Warriors this year and uh, their chances of repeating um but you know, they there's always something happening with Draymond. I thought he he had moved past this kind of uh, this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I've never seen him punch anyone before. But I mean, he hit LeBron the balls because LeBron did the the disrespectful step over, you know, move that everyone knows about. But um, but yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I'm sure someone will leak what the the punishment for Draymond is after this. You know, like they did the video. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. Um, but yeah, as far as this week's episode, that's all I have. Um, so yeah, we have MLB playoffs this week. Uh, we have NBA preseason, NFL, all kinds of stuff you can watch. So we'll recap some of those games and my parlay picks, which wish me luck. I would love to uh, win 3,500. Um, so yeah, we'll be back on Monday, I believe. Monday, that's a good recording day. So thanks for joining. Have a good weekend.